0: Hey, Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany, a podcast focused on holistic health, nutrition, biohacking, and more. I'm your host, Brittany Ford, registered holistic nutritionist and self-proclaimed biohacker. During the last 10 years, I've focused on healing my gut and hormonal issues through lifestyle changes, nutrition, and of course, biohacks. And now I teach others to do the same. I'm so excited you're joining me today. So let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome to another episode with Biohacking Brittany. I am your host, Brittany, and I'm super excited. Oh my gosh, super excited about today's episode. Um, It is with Vanessa Grootman, and Vanessa and I connected, I think, on Instagram maybe like almost a year ago now, or maybe longer. I don't even know, but we've been talking so much over the months about... um, housing market in Vancouver and moving and moving closer to nature but also a lot about skin health and as you know if you've been following my journey um, whether on Instagram or through my podcast I have had quite an interesting um, skin journey in the last like year or two. Um, Specifically, like last year, I was dealing with adult acne for the first time. And that really, really changed my perspective on my skin and my routine and my skincare in general. Um, And so I started looking at alternative ways to help my my skin heal and kind of heal from that. And when I connected with Vanessa, um, who is the brand director of Project Skin, which is a skin clinic in Vancouver. We started talking about how we could work together, Um, and so we've done a a few things like PRP, um, which you can check out on my Instagram page. I did a a reel of it recently, um, which is amazing, and we're going to get into PRP as well um, today. And I also worked with her on something called Skin SkinCeuticals, which I also did an uh, Instagram reel on, and that is like personalized skincare where... You can make a serum actually designed specifically for your skin, um, which is very, very cool. And the technology behind it is so new and fascinating. Um, So I'm super excited about that. So Vanessa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for
1: having me. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, I'm excited you're here. So I am so curious about your skin journey um, I actually don't think I know this story and like your background, but like, can you tell us like why you got into the skin health world? Yeah, in general?
1: well, actually, I think it, it didn't start with that intention. Um, I was always passionate about health, uh, wellness, being your own advocate for your own health. I, I did um, my bachelor in kinesiology at mcgill and so i was always about health optimization um also my brother has down syndrome so i've always been privy to the importance of just working really really hard to feel good you know you can't depend on anybody else for that so i've always been um yeah just like an absolute guru about feeling my best and being inspired by, by also my brother and how he's been thriving. And, um, and I ended up working in the skin industry with my kinesiology background. They were looking for someone with a, a more science background to launch the SkinCeuticals line with L'Oreal in Canada. So that was the year of the Olympics. So we moved to Vancouver from Montreal. Um, to do that. And uh, that's been a blast. And through launching this medical skincare brand in the country, I got to meet two wonderful human beings, um, Dr. McGilvery and his wife. And together we founded Project Skin MD, which is um, a network of aesthetic clinics. And our goal was really to empower people, give them access to education information so they can make good decisions about their skin. And luckily my skin has always been pretty good, um, but I, I came from it more from a place of wanting to help people really glow from the inside out. Again, because of my passion for health, you know, skin is your largest organ so I've always been a huge believer that if your skin is healthy, it's a reflection of how your body is on the inside. Um, so yeah, that's it. Wasn't a straight line as you can see, um, but it was really an underlying desire for feeling my best and helping others do the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, our skin, like you said, is our largest organ and reflects what's going on inside, right? So whether it's um, eczema or acne or dryness or like premature aging, like all of these different things, like it can really, really be a symptom of deeper, more serious things that are going on. Um, And a lot of people don't really treat it like that, right? Like they don't really understand that. So it's really cool that you have that perspective and really bring that to your business. You're right. And
1: something, for example, like acne, often there's just so many digestive or gut issues that can be related to it and sometimes it's just mm-hmm. a simple food intolerance or too much of something like sugar that can trigger these things so you know our estheticians and our providers do a really good job of fact finding with with our clients making mm-hmm. sure we understand and and yeah having a more comprehensive approach from the inside out so talking about supplements and how to and collagen and the importance of adding those. So it's not just about the vanity metrics. Um, it's not just about mm-hmm. looking good. It's it's and you you've experienced it firsthand when you're suffering from any skin condition. It's it's really hard. Um, it's it's really mm-hmm. hard on the confidence on the self esteem. So that's why we, we help them yeah. and we rebuild basically our patients back up. It's so amazing to see.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. So when I was dealing with acne, it was from like I think it was from September 2019 to about May 2020. And um it was on my chin and my forehead. And it wasn't like cystic, but it it was very like um bumpy and white heads, and I was so insecure. Like I I can't even describe it to you. I, so I never had acne as a teenager. I never had any issues. And to have this like flare up and not know how to handle it was so overwhelming. Um, and it took such yes. a hit on my confidence. I like it got to a point we were in a different apartment at that time. Um, and this it was a very old style apartment and it had mirrors everywhere. And it got to a point that I was so self-conscious and like crying to my fiance. That he actually covered <laughs> up all of the mirrors in our in our apartment for like a week with like old sheets and was like, stop looking at your skin, stop looking at yourself. Oh, like you need a break. Like you are being s- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was so upsetting. Like I and I yeah. So now whenever people talk to me about skin issues, I have such a different perspective because I yeah. I really struggled with it. Like I didn't want to go out, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't, I'd either wear so much makeup that I covered it up, but then I didn't want to wear makeup it because it I didn't worse. want to make yeah. it worse. I, exactly. And I was in this spiral. It was bad. So yeah, I get it. A, and you know, <laughs> um, stories like
1: this we hear every single day. And I've, I'm not going to lie, since this whole pandemic, um, we've been seeing a lot more, whether they're coming in for mask knee, which is the acne under the area where the mask is but also just people are are so hard on themselves because they're on zoom every single day and yeah. never in our life we've had to look at ourselves all day long you know when when you're in meetings face to face you never see yourself so this this mm-hmm. um this you know zoom fatigue phenomenon is is really truly um something that's serious um and our physicians have turned into counselors and and therapists because people are coming in with very they're extremely hard on themselves and they they want their entire face to be changed Um, so we have to you know to talk to them and and bring them back to a more neutral position if you will Um, but yeah, yeah it's a bit unfortunate and so my recommendation for that is be sure to turn off your self view when you're on zoom and you'll find yourself uh-huh. so much more connected to the person you're talking to as well, and and then yes. that way you're just yeah. you're not like scrutinizing your face all day long, um, and finding yeah. every single wrinkle or or crow's feet that really nobody cares about, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! So I went to I had about a I had about a year of like before this acne situation of traveling and we started in Fiji um, and that was in the fall of 2018 and I did this um, volunteer placement in Fiji and we stayed in this house of um, some teachers at a school and they had this mirror in the bathroom so they had one mirror in the house okay and it was in the bathroom and it was literally like the size of your phone it was (laughs) tiny like tiny And it was honestly like such a nice break from not seeing yourself anymore. Like I, I think we were there for like 10 days or something. Maybe it was just a week, but, um, I remember going from there and then we went to stay at a resort afterwards and like going to the resort and walking in and there's this like massive mirror in the bathroom and looking at myself. And I was like, wow, like I haven't seen myself in like a week or 10 days. And like, this is actually really nice. Like I forgot what it's like. I forgot what it's like not to stare at every single blackhead or whitehead or like yes. wrinkle or whatever, right? And just like become so obsessed and and oh, it's honestly yeah. so nice not looking it's, at yourself.
1: It's totally like the other end of the spectrum from what we're living right now. Uh, what you're describing, yes. but it's so good yes. for the soul for sure. I mean, I, I, I we're. It's yeah. more about balance. Um, and unfortunately, it's not mm-hmm. balanced right now with this Zoom situation. But um, hopefully yeah. we're getting to towards the end of that. But, um, you know, yeah. the skin is the yeah. first thing that people also notice before they notice even your clothing. Uh, so mm. no wonder you're also noticing that first when you're looking at yourself in the mirror or on Zoom. Um, it's something that's really yeah. also historically, that's how humans have been mating, a male would be attracted to a female that would have really clear skin because what that signals is that that person is healthy to, to carry their offsprings. So it's, it's very deeply rooted. Mm-hmm. Um, the clarity and the quality of your skin really, truly dictates your health on the inside.
0: Yeah. I think like along with the Zoom situation is the like us using our phones and taking Mm -hmm. photos of ourselves. Um, You know, we're always, especially if you have a social media following, um, we're always kind of on camera and filming or or creating content or selfies or whatever it is. So you have even closer to your face is this phone where you can see everything. And then on top of that, you have filters, right? So you can put these like filters on your face that quote unquote make you look better or different or like change the size Mm -hmm. of your eyes or color or the shape of your face. Um, And that is very difficult because that can show you, you know, what you could look like, right? And so, and then when you turn it off, (laughs) you're left with how you, you currently look. And then you can feel very like, disappointed or like, Oh, this is, this is, this kind of sucks. Right. So, and I've heard other people say like um in like plastic surgery clinics um and like, like Botox and all that, like people will come in with a photo of themselves yeah. with a filter on and say, Hey, I want to look like this filtered Absolutely. version of myself. How can we make this happen? And that is like, blows my mind that that happens but i totally understand that as somebody who uses filters as well like i totally get it but it's also just very sad a
1: troubling time for sure we do we do have that our physicians go through that all the time and before the filters it was you know the kim kardashian pictures and the angelina jolie lips and people always come in with photos and often what we'll tell them is we want to see a picture of them 10 15 20 years ago and that's what we want to recreate we want to just
0: a mm-hmm. refreshed
1: version of you uh we're mm-hmm. you know we're not the kind of clinic that will create you know face distortion or create new people we're all about just offering you a refreshed version a rejuvenated version of yourself because at the end of the day that's also the best most natural
0: way to age gracefully Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I I think the narrative around aging is changing um and I would like to see it change more like I think we have this especially in the west western world like I think we have this obsession with um being younger Mm -hmm, or like looking mm -hmm. younger maybe um and I I don't really think that's fair and I don't really think that's healthy even like I don't think there's anything wrong with getting older or like aging gracefully. But sometimes, I don't know, like, do you find that? Like, do you find the narrative is like so obsessed with looking younger compared to being your age and looking beautiful for your yeah, age? Yeah, it's
1: interesting, actually, what we're seeing a lot of in the past uh, couple of years is the concept of beautification. So we're having patients that are coming in that are younger and younger. So in their early 20s and and early 30s, and they're already looking, they're not, they haven't aged yet, but they're looking to beautify themselves. And, and their examples mm-hmm. are the Kylie Jenner's and the Kim Kardashian again. So, so it's all, that's why I'm saying we've turned into uh, therapists and counselors because it's a lot of conversations around mm-hmm. why is this important for you? You know, what in this makes, what in this do you find beautiful? Or what do you think this is going to bring you? Um, and often we tend to do something a lot less than what they came in for. Um, so it's an yeah, for sure, it's, it's an interesting, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes. We're definitely seeing a lot more non-invasive technology, a lot more natural treatment options that are coming out. And I think the market is asking for that, especially here on the West Coast. Um, People are mm-hmm. wanting more natural treatment options like PRP, um, which even five years ago was sort of talked about for facial um, applications, but it, it wasn't fully done. But now it's everywhere, mm-hmm. which I love. Personally, mm-hmm. I think PRP mm-hmm. is a great example of
0: um, it's, it's biohacking. Yeah. It's pure biohacking for the skin, mm-hmm. which I love it is mm-hmm. oh my gosh it is um so for those listening who don't know what prp is like yeah. can you explain so PRP it prp
1: stands for platelet rich plasma basically what we do is we will take your blood and as you know in your blood there's a mix of plasma platelets red blood cells and white blood cells what we're trying to get here is really get the platelet part because it contains growth factors that are extremely potent to um, help healing, reduce inflammation at the skin level. They're extremely um, powerful to build new collagen. So what we're doing is we're putting your blood in the centrifuge and and we end up with what we call the liquid gold on top, which is plat- platelet rich plasma. and um, in fact that liquid gold has five to ten times more platelet than your regular blood. so it's highly concentrated. And and we use that to re-inject on the face. And what we're doing by doing that is we're harnessing the body's natural strength. Natural, um, you know, we already have these growth factors in us. We're just putting more in a more concentrated version to stimulate um, collagen, which will smooth out wrinkles. It'll help to brighten up the skin, but also reduce inflammation. And so if we sometimes things like I suffer from melasma now since I have since I've had my kiddos. Melasma is uh, we call it often the pregnancy mask. So it's it's hormonal. It's also inflammation based, um, and so that the PRP really helps for that because it helps to reduce the inflammation. So it can mm-hmm. be used in many different ways. PRP has been used since the '70s for joint health. Um, so you may have heard of someone um, has a a knee issue or a shoulder issue, they, they might get injected with PRP, which helps their healing and it really speeds it up. And what's great is then you don't need to put any cortisone or you don't need to go that route. You can really stick on the natural side. And now for, for the face or more cosmetic purposes, uh, we can inject it. We can use it with microneedling, which is my favorite application. We can use it for hair regrowth in the scalp, the results are mind blowing, and again, we're not injecting anything else. We're taking what's already in you, um, that's already so powerful, and we're putting more of it so your body knows exactly what to do. It's a plug and play, which I love.
0: I want to pause this episode briefly to talk to you about EMFs. So, if you've been following me for a while now, you know that this is something that I have really been pouring myself into. Um, to develop for you. MVs are healthier underwear for women, made by women. Um, they protect against EMF, radiation, and bacteria. And they do that through the type of fabric that I'm using. I've started going to um, sewing classes and pattern making private lessons in order to make sure that these are very modern comfy and cute and not granny panties, unlike the couple of um, options on the market right now. So this is super important. The the underwear protects the female reproductive parts, specifically the ovaries, um, from all of the radiation that's around us. So in our car, from Bluetooth, from our phone, from computers, from Wi-Fi, all sorts of things. Um, and this matters, right? Like we're learning more and more about how our environment impacts our health and EMF is tough and radiation is tough because we actually can't see it. So it's kind of one of those things that we just don't necessarily think about because we can't like visually see it on a day-to-day basis, but that does not mean it's not impacting our health. And the science backs us up now. There are countless, countless studies on this um, on how EMF can impact fertility, ovulation, pregnancy, um, also like cancer and mitochondrial health. The ovaries are actually the most dense um, organ in the body that has mitochondria in it. They have 100,000 mitochondria per cell in the, in the ovaries like per cell. That is insane. And so we really want to make sure that those little mitochondria are doing their best, are functioning at their best. And we want to block any EMF, any radiation from um, impacting how they function because I want women to have healthy cycles and healthy hormones and uh, healthy pregnancy and fertility and not have further, much more serious complications in the future. So this underwear helps you get there like one step closer Um, and so that's, that's exactly why I developed it. And so pre-orders are coming this summer. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it has been a lot of fun um, in the months that I have been developing them. So if you're interested in, in getting on the waitlist, the waitlist can be found at biohackingbrighteningcom emphies. That's E-M-F-I-E-S. Super easy. Or you can just go to the link in my Instagram bio. Um, you can just sign up right through there as well. So definitely get on that wait list. It's growing pretty quickly. Um, and everyone on the wait list will have access early access to pre-orders, um, which is super important because it's going to be quite a limited quantity to start, I think. So get on the wait list. Um, and yeah, if you have any further feedback, I'm always open to hear what you think and what you're looking for, even product wise, like, um, yeah. And a bunch of you have already asked me if I'm going to be creating things for children or for men, which is very interesting, but I think we're going to focus just on the females for now. So get on the wait list and I look forward to dropping these very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, 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 love PRP. Um, I've seen a lot of results for it um, in terms of yes. texture and even um, ever since I was a kid, like, I've just had dark Whoa. circles under my eyes. Um, and it's really helped rejuvenate and fill out that skin. Um, it's also helped with, like, a, like from the acne that I had last year. Like, it's helped heal acne scars that I had on my chin. Um, and it's just interesting. Like, it just really rejuvenates skin. Um, I don't think, like... Yeah. It's definitely not for everybody. I think like, um, I think I forget who I was talking to about it, but someone was saying that they have a lot of Absolutely. autoimmune issues. Yeah. So their, their blood is actually not super healthy. So you want to be kind of aware of that. Um, is there anyone else that you like wouldn't recommend it? Well, for in
1: theory, there aren't really any contraindications, but of course, if you know, let's say if you're going through cancer or chemotherapy, then of course, you know that your blood is um, not at its ideal state at the moment. So it's probably best to wait. Um, but an autoimmune to an extent, um, I'm just trying to think because we're really using only the platelets. Um, so I'd have to do I'd have to do a quick research. But in our case, as long as the person is healthy, healthy to begin with, And also the output will be different. Like the healthier you are, the more you'll have a a greater output of the platelets. Um, So so there's different factors that that come into play for sure. Um, But it's it's an important consideration, making sure that the patient um, is healthy, not going through crazy treatments or antibiotics uh, or medication. Yeah. Because you're putting them back in. I just love it that back in, in a concentrated yeah. version for sure.
0: Yeah. I just love that it's a more natural treatment for like compared exactly. to filler or Botox or yeah. something like that. Um, you know, like those types of things I haven't tried before, but I'm I'm not necessarily against it. But if I can use something that's more natural and um less toxic, then I'm going to do that yeah. first. Absolutely. There's a time and a
1: place for the injectables. And um, interestingly, the dermal fillers um, are using hyaluronic acid, so they're not toxic. Um, they hyaluronic acid is a sugar molecule that everyone has in their body. It attracts water, which is why we have plumpness. And as we age, we're losing that, um, that hyaluronic acid. So therefore, we're losing our ability to retain water in our skin. Which is why it starts to sag. So by using dermal filler, we're really just restoring that hyaluronic acid content, content in the skin and replumping mm-hmm. the skin. So it's not it's not um, toxic per se. Um, you have to. There's there's really important considerations. However, you need to make sure you have a very good physician with lots of experience, but also with an artistic eye you know, I see so many faces on on the street that make me cringe because it looks nothing like a real person. And that's really, Mm. it comes down to the artistic eye of the injector and the physician that you're using. So it's important to request pictures. But in some cases, maybe for an older patient, the PRP won't be enough because PRP doesn't restore volume, it doesn't add volume, it doesn't fill the skin. We're really just working on the texture, the quality and the health of the skin. But we're not working Mm -hmm. on um, underneath filling the skin for a tighter look. So if that's what you want, actually you can do both together, you know, then they they complement each other really well. For someone that's looking for more Mm -hmm. immediate results, then the dermal filler is also a great option. But, uh, but it's not for everybody. That's why I love to have options. And in Vancouver especially, our clients are wanting more natural ways to age. So this is mm-hmm. such a fabulous treatment. And we pair it with microneedling for extra um, anti-aging benefits. And you've mentioned acne scars, and it works so well for that. We've mentioned dark circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can actually just locally mm-hmm. inject it right there. Uh, and and kind of double up on the treatment that works super we have Mm -hmm. fabulous results so there's so many different ways to approach it which is why we love to do a personalized consultation with everybody so we make sure that we tailor the treatment exactly what they want to achieve for an outcome
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's so interesting about the fillers um about how they're actually not toxic like i I'm going to look into that because I would love to try them. I also, like, maybe not now, but I feel like maybe for if I Mm -hmm. have a wedding one day, um, that type of thing compared to Botox. um, It's very interesting. Yeah, they both do Um, different things,
1: right? Often people will ask us, oh, I don't want Botox in my lips. And we're like, well, that's great news because it doesn't go there. (laughs) Um, So Botox is more a muscle relaxer, so it's more for any... Mm -hmm deep wrinkles that you have, it will help to relax that muscle so that the wrinkle, um, disappear, if you will. And there's ways to do it. So it's, uh, all the hype right now is about preventative micro dosing of Botox. So it's really mm-hmm. just tiny, tiny amounts, um, that actually prevent the formation of deeper wrinkles. So again, there's something mm-hmm. for everybody depending on where you are in your, in your journey, but, um, that's what we do is we educate you so that you can make an informed decision.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, baby Botox, exactly. right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. There's an, an, article, an article actually some, two weeks ago in the
1: Washington post about this because, um, a lady, um, a young, I think she was like 25 on TikTok She documented, um, two weeks after her injection, how her skin, um changed and how she was able to move still and i think that created so much interest because most people have this tendency to think that if you're getting botox you won't be able to move and you'll have that frozen look right um and you some people are actually ask for that uh, and some are are like no i need i need movement i need to be able to talk to my kids and they see when i'm angry <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a place for everybody. That's funny. Yeah, I love that. Um, definitely Mm -hmm. something to consider. So are there any um skin treatments that are coming down the pipeline that you're super stoked about that might not be released yet or you're looking into or researching or anything? Yeah, well,
1: again, I think I we're seeing a lot of non-invasive things. So whether it's like non-surgical eyelids. Left to replace blephoplasty, which is super exciting, because um, nobody wants to go yeah. through surgery if you can avoid it. It's um, it's always better. Um, so these type of treatments are exciting and promising. Um, and also, right now, all the hype is about body procedures, and I do think it's related to the what what people are calling the COVID weight. Um,
0: you know, being at
1: home, snacking all day long, people have definitely been putting on some weights or maybe the the drinking. Uh, we're, we've never done as as many body treatments as what we're doing right now. And so a lot of, of uh, technology is coming out about muscle stimulation and muscle contraction, um, which is also promising uh, and interesting. Like we have... Um, we have a technology that allows us to do twenty, the equivalent of twenty thousand sit-ups in a thirty-minute session, and with your abs, it's it's absolutely crazy. We're wow. basically doing super maximal contractions, so farther from like past what your brain would be able to trigger naturally. Like we're going past that, so you're contracting your muscles in a way that you've never been able to do yourself. And, um, and there's, it's a 30 minute treatment that also includes a lactic acid removal cycle. So you're not even sore the next day, but you're building your core um, like, like there's no tomorrow. It's, it's crazy. And I think there's going to be a lot more of these technologies because it's such a time saver for people, they don't need to go to the gym, let's say, and work out in the same way. And they're getting very targeted, powerful results. which at the end of the day, that's what people want is to get results and save time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, it's a very like biohacking. Yes, yeah, actually, thing you should do. come in and try it. I think <laughs> you would love it. It's called M scald. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: M Scald. Okay. It I'm gonna, fixed I'm my. It um, I had a full ab separation after my second baby, so a di- diastasis mm-hmm. recti, and I did a year of physio, mm-hmm. and it barely moved the needle for me. I still having um that huge gap and i did six treatments of that within two weeks because you have to do them three days apart and it was fixed
0: (laughs) because it just
1: it just contracts your entire core not just one muscle group and so the results are
0: so much more amplified Oh, I'm going to look into that. I would love to try that. Maybe we can uh, create another reel. all for it. (laughs) Uh, Of the ab workout. Oh, (laughs) boy. But so a (laughs) lot of
1: technology around body procedures, whether it's fat removal, Mm -hmm. that's coming. Again, non-surgical, people are wanting to get away from that uh, when they can. And it's just a matter of downtime. Like, nobody has two weeks, you know, to not work at home and recover Mm -hmm. its hard, So... These non-surgical, mm-hmm. non-invasive mm-hmm. procedures are definitely more
0: healing Yeah. And they're also like, they're, it's pretty invasive, right? Like doing anything that you have yes. to go under for, um, anesthetic, like not the best thing for you either. So it's, it's cool that we're kind of bridging the gap. Yeah. Right. And so you don't have to do this like massive surgery. You can do something like what you just talked about. Exactly. um, And that's the idea too, Mm with the
1: younger you start, some people are like, well, like in their late thirties, I don't need to start now. Like I can deal with this later, but no, really the best approach is to start focusing on the health of your skin. Like um, our medical director always says the minute you have a driver's license, you should be using a vitamin C serum and a retinol all the time because that's really how you secure your foundation and you make sure that your skin mm-hmm. can be more resilient and actually combat all the environmental assaults that we get every day <laughs> from toxins to, we've talked about it before off record, but like pesticides mm-hmm. and, um, even just like the sun is good in, in a, in a certain quantity. But past a certain point, it can be damaging. But if your skin is resilient um, and if it knows how to neutralize free radicals, you're in such better shape, um, you know, for aging. So,
0: I'd like to quickly interrupt this episode to talk to you about doing a health test analysis with me. So I've had a lot of people and clients reach out to me asking me to review. Different tests that they've done when they, you know, have been dealing with different symptoms and signs, but haven't really understood the data that's come back. A lot of people will do health tests like DNA tests, um, Viome, which is a gut health test, um, blood nutrient level tests, hormone tests, all types of things. And as great as these tests are to really move us forward and understand what's going on, a lot of the time the data can be overwhelming. Um, and it's hard to actually make actionable steps from the data to improve your health and improve those markers. So this is something I offer separately now due to, due to high demand. So if you are interested in understanding your results better and you're kind of confused and you want clarity and you want some steps and some help, reach out to me Um, you can find this information on my website under health test analysis under work with me, um, and I'd be happy to help out. And a lot of the time I have discounts for, for all of these different tests as well. So if you want to do the test in the first place and you want the analysis, we can definitely work something out together. So check that out on my website, biohackingbrittany.com. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I totally agree. I feel like I'm on the other side of that. Like, I'm just so into all of it. And I've been into, like, I think it's just part of being a biohacker is like, let me just do all the things now compared to like waiting until things break down. Like, let me keep being preventative and keep things from breaking down in the first place. Um, Yes. Which is so interesting. And, yeah, I, I, I used to think about um, if I wasn't a biohacker or wasn't into health, like, I wonder what my body would look like and be like and feel like, like, yes. if I had, I don't know, just like not cared, um, like so many people who are in their 20s, like, it's just very like, who cares, I'll deal with this later, um, mm-hmm. which is very interesting, but I mean, I guess I'll never know, so... <laughs>
1: Good for you. You don't you don't want to know. That, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Like
1: your everything you've been doing, yeah. um, is going to serve you down the road. Yeah. And most of it has cumulative effect as well. Which oh, is for, sure, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And like
0: I've already seen a lot of results. Um. And like as you know, like you're a biohacker as well, right? Like you really mm-hmm. have to take like responsibility for your health, um, and create like a personalized health, healthy lifestyle that works for you. Um, and that's yeah. something that I, I like that your clinic focuses on is the personalized skincare. Um, I'm kind of seeing this everywhere, actually, like this idea of less, hey, everybody do this one thing and more everyone is unique and different. You need this. You need that. Okay. Like, let's be very specific because you are so unique as an individual.
1: And that's, uh, yeah, every- when we started doing that in 2012, we were really the first ones to have that top track, but now you're right, it's everywhere. And you know what, it's okay, because it should be. That's, that's what patients, that's what people want, is they want something not a one size fits all. They wanna know that whatever they're investing in and whatever they're putting on their skin is is going to create the outcome that they're looking for. Um, you know, taking the time to apply products or coming, coming in for a treatment, it's time and it's money. So you, we like to make sure that we agree on the expectation, you know, and that's why when, when was released, um, I believe it was right before the pandemic. Yes. The custom dose concept. So the custom dose that you were referring to in your intro is, um, a robot that we actually have in the clinic. It's state of the art science and technology. So fascinating. And what it allows us to do is dispense a personalized serum with your name on it right in front of of your eyes. And it's just so fascinating because that really is the future of skincare. People wanna know that what they're using and putting on their skin is really for them. And so I, I, I'm just all for this kind of science. I think it's very, very inspiring and that's where the future is going. And like we always say in the clinic, it's the farm to table approach to skincare. It's as fresh as it gets It's made right in front of you. Uh, How was your experience? Mm -hmm. What did you Mm -hmm. think?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's really cool to see something created right in front of you and like you said, like it's more fresh, has less preservatives in it. Um, and it's interesting. So I have very sensitive skin in terms of Mm -hmm. reacting to products. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I get quite a few skincare brands and stuff sent to me at this point. And a lot of it, I just don't use, um, because my skin just reacts like it will get red. It'll get dry. It'll get blotchy, um, itchy. Like it, it just hates it. And so when I did this consultation, I told the um, the woman who was helping me, mm-hmm. I told her that. I was like, I react very easily to active ingredients, to a lot of things. And so we created quite a gentle um, mix of ingredients and start, and I'm still doing this, is like only a few times a week, right? So mm-hmm just because you buy like a vitamin C serum or something like that, like it can be easier if you have sensitive skin to use it twice a week and then every other day and then every day, right. Compared to just being like, Oh, let me use this super active ingredient and throw it on my skin. And my skin's not used to active ingredients and I react. And then I throw the product out because the product doesn't work.
1: (laughs) It's all about compliance at the end of the day, right? We want you to find to find a way to use it and how great is it that you were able to customize your very own serum for your sensitive scans. Then that way you also have that reassurance mm-hmm. that it should be okay. Yeah. Compared to your previous experience. Yeah. So that's Yeah. So great. Yeah.
0: So I, I, I'm just cautious of it. Um, and same with like vitamin C, uh, retinol, anything like that. Um, which is honestly why I love PRP so much is because, I never, ever react because it's my own body, right? Yes, so I, I have exactly. no issues and my skin is like glowing from it. Um, I don't mm-hmm. have any, yeah, I have, I have no irritations from it. So like, of course I get like some bruising and stuff after it happens. But other than that, um, it's been really fantastic. Um, but I, I just love the personalized approach in general because my skin is so different from your skin um and everyone else's right and we can find treatments and skincare tools and all sorts of things that work for us ourselves.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I said, the PRP is a plug-in place, so it doesn't get any better mm-hmm. than that. Uh there's no no side effects mm-hmm. really. Um and the custom dose um by skin yeah, we can actually make up to 250 different combinations, mm-hmm. like different serums. Um, so it's, it's so fascinating and people really love to know that, you know, it's fresh, like you said, low preservative and we can really, the active ingredients, like the boosters, we can have some exfoliants and corrective brightening agents, and we can have some anti-aging. We can even include some retinol in there. Um, so it's very active. Yeah exactly
0: Um, exactly so in terms of like the pandemic right now i know you briefly touched upon like mask knee which is like Mm -hmm. acne typically where the mask goes around like your mouth and Mm -hmm. cheeks and chin um but like what are you like what are you seeing right now like what changes have you seen in the last like year and a half with this going on
1: (laughs) yeah so definitely we are seeing um a lot more acne we're seeing a lot more dehydration mm. um, because these masks are, they're definitely not great. And the thing too is we're wearing the same one all day long. Um, so it, it does trap bacteria and toxins that you're actually breathing out from your mouth. Um, so it brings a whole new level of complexity, but I would say what what we're trying to educate our our patients about is if they're able to use a natural breathable fabric, such as a cotton mask, and make sure to clean it. Um, I've actually seen some great sprays that are made of colloidal silver, which um, is like a natural antivirus, antibacterial agent. And so you can actually spray that throughout the day to, to keep the surface clean and that's if you have to wear it every mm-hmm. day uh, all day long um and there's some masks also that even have some um, copper uh, infused into the fabric nice. um that can help also as an another layer of antibacterial um protection mm-hmm. but yeah the other thing too is to make sure you take care of your skin properly at home at the end of the day so like you you need to wash your face in a whole new like at a whole new level um, you have to make sure you're using an exfoliant so you're not leaving it, that your club your pores are unclogged it's really important and so introducing maybe a salicylic acid based cleanser maybe a retinol to make sure that there's a strong exfoliation going on and then replenishing that hydration with a strong moisturizer mm-hmm. um, we even sometimes will recommend to apply um, like a mask, like a hydration mask for on your skin first, then applying your mask on top. Mm. Or at least waiting 30 minutes before you apply your moisturizer and your mask because you really want that moisture to be locked in before you put the mask on. So that it's just uh, it's been like we're learning too. We're in this with with everybody. <laughs> this is also a new reality for all of us. So we're we're trying to find the best ways. But do, we have some great options with uh, within the SkinCeuticals line. Whether it's a soothing gel that we could use or a hydrating gel that are also a lot of people are now carrying in their purse and and adding moisture throughout the day to the area under the mask can help but yeah, it's a new reality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When I was at your, um, at your clinic getting the PRP treatment, I was talking to the practitioner, um, and we were talking about masks and I was saying like, how often should I be washing my mask? And he's <laughs> like, you should be wearing a new one or a, a clean one every single day, like treat it like underwear. And I was like, what? Like, I do not do that. Okay. I wash my masks, So I have like, I don't know, 10, 12 now, um, between me and my partner. And I wash them, like, I don't know, once a week. Like, I, I'm so bad with it. Like, and, oh, no. Because I work from home, right? So I, I don't really go out as much anymore. Um, but ever since he said that, I, I've, like, really been trying to, like, cycle them. And, like, Mondays is this one. Tuesdays is this one. And just, like, <laughs> being very conscious about it. Um, mm-hmm. Because you're right. Like, you're breathing – right there and then you breathe that back in and it sticks on the mask and like the bacteria and like oh yeah it's not great definitely
1: not great and I mean we're lucky because we don't have to wear it all day but in the clinic they're wearing it all day so definitely yeah um it's it's something else right it's another it's another reality but yeah every day it should be clean and that's why um, this new spray that I've discovered with the silver, I think is a nice hack, uh, when you don't necessarily have time, but you still want a cleaner version of your mask. Uh, but yeah, think of what people are doing and they're throwing it in the car, uh, in their purse. Like it, it's just, so you you gotta wonder, you know, are we, you know, what's, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. And it's a really good idea to make a mask out of something that has copper or silver thread in it. Um, just like my Enfys underwear that has that in it, yes. um, which is antibacterial there. It can also be yes. antibacterial for your face, which is a brilliant idea um, now that I think of that. And I actually haven't seen that yet, but I'm sure it exists. Um,
1: yeah. So we, there's a company that we uh, we work with. They're called Envy Pillow. It's actually two. Oh, that are I have it the pillow yeah yeah Yeah. that pillow that pillow is actually another fabulous anti-aging and skin hack because it cradles your skin in your face so that you're not uh building those sleep wrinkles which are hardly impossible to um get rid of over time and uh, so that that pillow prevents that but these nurses are just so innovative and so fun and they when the pandemic started right away they took their their copper fabric that they're using as a pillowcase for the mm-hmm. pillow and they made masks out of them so that's what me and my husband are are nice. using and um yeah, yeah. So they do a really yeah, good job. That's
0: that's smart. Yeah, I have that pillow. Um, I bought it last year. I think I heard Dave Asprey talk about it or somebody I heard someone yes. talk about it. And I bought it. Yeah. Um and I also recently a couple months ago, my partner and I we switched sides in our bed um because I was always sleeping on my right side. And so we switched and now I sleep on my left. Um and just for the same reasons in terms of like skin and gravity and how the skin falls and if it's being pulled. Um, but also Mm -hmm. like on a physiological level of like, cause I sleep on my side obviously. So, um, always like kind of crushing that one side of your body, um, is not actually that great for your joints. So now I've like flipped. Um, so, I mean, I'd love to sleep on my back. I think that's going to be my next like thing that I try and figure out, but, um, yeah
1: I know I'm working on that too it's so hard but I find with that pillow because your neck is supported yeah it's it's actually a bit easier to do it yeah um so yeah great pillow I'm a pillow snuff yes I cannot I have the travel size (gasps) nice and I cannot leave the house without it my husband's the same Um. so you should see us when (laughs) we travel we're (laughs) we're traveling with our pillows and all our supplements and all our skincare oh my
0: goodness Yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's so <laughs> smart. I, I will get the travel one again when when travel opens up. Um, but I I should buy it for my partner, too, because, yeah, he has one. He has like an ergonomic ergonomic ergonomical pillow from, I think, like Ikea or something. Um, but it's not nearly as nice as the NV pillow. Um, so it, it's it's a good buy. And for anyone interesting, like just Google it. I think it's spelled like ENVY. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're actually from Oakville, Ontario, I think, which is where, yeah, where I grew up for half of my life. Um, which is so interesting and came out of there, but, um, yeah. So thank you for that recommendation. I'll definitely link to that in the show notes. Um, but where can everyone find you if they want to, you know, check out your clinic or contact you directly? Like how can people get in touch?
1: Yeah, so our clinic, we have two locations, one in South Granville and one in Richmond, B.C. Um, so you can find us at ProjectSkinMD.com or on Instagram at ProjectSkinMD. And I, you can find me also at VanessaGrutman.com. I have a little blog that I'm sharing and i um, sharing my health and skin journey there. On Instagram, I'm V. Brutman. And uh, yeah, we're also excited to be adding... New project skin locations across the country later this year so I've been working on that that's super exciting to be able to give um, you know make our knowledge and education more accessible to people we also have our online store where we ship every anywhere in Canada and we do virtual consultations also with anybody in Canada so if you feel stuck if you don't know where to start um, we're there. We can help Nice.
0: You. I love that. Are you, um, mm-hmm. opening up a, a clinic in Victoria? Not at the moment. Mm. I know. Dang. No, <laughs> not yet.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. But you'll still need to travel to, uh, to Vancouver. So true. Very, very true.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Well, this is awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. And I will add all of those links to the show notes so everyone can get in touch with you. Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, feel free to screenshot this episode and tag me if you'd like me to respond. I really hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. If you have a question about your health, my DMs are always open and I'm currently taking new clients. Thanks and see you next time.